Hi everyone, welcome to another episode of the Amandaman Games Podcast. This is episode 22 of my weekly gaming podcast where we discuss all things video games related. Tune in every Wednesday for new episodes and to support the show, please subscribe, comment and rate this podcast on your podcast platform of choice. You can email me any questions at amandamangames at gmail.com. That's amandamangames at gmail.com. All the various social media links will also be in the description. So today we have a special guest, someone with a lot more knowledge about the Microsoft platform than I do, Julian. Thank you so much for joining, Julian. Ah, no problem, Ons. I'm going to start it, I'll start it off like slow, you know, just to kind of get everyone accustomed to you. Yeah. How did you get into gaming? So, um, how did I get into gaming? So, I got the original DS Lite when I was about 9 or 10, and I just played simple stuff like Pokemon, a lot of Nintendo classics, and I played, obviously, like, Star Wars Lego with my dad, just good little co-op game, you know what I mean? Like, Yeah. Um, yeah, but the main turning point for me was when I got the original Xbox when I was about 10, and I got it off my dad's friend, you know, and, like, I opened this, this big pack of games and it was like all these sports games. I'm not really a sports type of guy. You know what I mean? So yeah. the, the only game that gravitated to me was actually um, Halo Combat Evolved, which is, um yeah, the first Halo game. And that just really changed how I look at gaming. You know, like I'd never really seen a game where you could openly roam around and stuff like that. And just like the whole open world aspect and um, playing a game in first person really made me feel immersed in the experience and the setting between the soundtrack and the enemy types and everything and um yeah from that on i just started exploring games and realized that games can tell stories right because i've just been used to playing <laughs> nintendo games like mario kart and everything and i really realized with combat evolved that games can tell stories that are on par with movies and um yeah the rest is history i got the xbox 360 a few years after and now i'm currently um playing the xbox one. Oh, that's perfect i mean okay what's your favorite halo Favorite Halo game? Ooh, I'm going to have to say story-wise, I love Halo 2 because it gave the um, different perspective of getting to play as the Arbiter. Like, have you ever played Halo yeah. 2 before? Oh, of course. I yeah. love Halo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, playing Halo 2, um, that really, like, expanded the the sandbox of weapons and just, like, how in-depth they got with the, um, the Covenant story, right? Because usually in video games, they don't go into another narrative of the enemy right yeah mm-hmm. so it brought like a really new perspective to that but i'm gonna have to say multiplayer wise i i loved halo 3 it felt so balanced yeah i mean yeah. i've i've been a big halo fan because i just love the story kind of same as you and yeah you know it it definitely dipped after halo 4 let's just say like yeah. halo 4 was okay but <laughs> yeah. halo 5 i was so excited for it the the trailers pumped me up and everything i was oh my god campaign and all that Right? And I was like, oh my god, yeah. this is going to be the best Halo ever, and I get it, and it finishes in four hours, and I'm like, you don't even get to play as Master Chief? How dare you? How did you do this to me? <laughs> Literally half the campaign, you just get to play as Locke, which, like, I, I didn't have a, a problem with that first. I thought it was going to be cool, but it just felt like um the voice actor did great, but I felt like yeah. the, the, the writing wasn't the best, you know? And oh my god, like, I mean, I, I feel like, you know, even games like Halo 3 ODST and, yeah. and Reach just did such a great job, and I'm like, how do you mess up after you know doing so well even even side games like odst exactly. and in reach and i don't know yeah. what they were doing they just fumbled it multiplayer was good like i'll yeah. give them that but like come on multiplayer yeah well, you come to play the story you can't could you come to play for master chief yeah literally and then it's just kind of like uh man i don't know like what was your favorite halo game like which one, which one was you like? uh, for me the, the best memory that i have is of halo 3 
Okay. For sure. I just it was just something about it. It was just something something about that being the first 360 Halo. Mm-hmm. And yeah. you know, just kind of seeing that those graphics and everything like that. And and I think it was also the trailers, man. The trailers were just something just like leading up to oh, it. Yeah. It was I I felt like I was part of some movement. And I, yeah. I was like find I was buying this game in like Thailand. So you can imagine if in a place mm-hmm. like Asia, you're these trailers are hitting everyone, everyone's like, well, oh my god, Halo's the best thing ever. And like, it was just something about it. And even like the um, for me, I love playing couch co-op stuff, right? So it had oh, that course. couch co-op aspect, and that was what sold me for sure. Yeah, no, especially it's different for you, right? Because you were at the um the age in like was it two thousand seven? Halo three came out. Two thousand seven, yeah. Yeah, where you got it in two thousand seven, where I got it in like twenty twelve, right? Because I'm only nineteen, yeah. so like at the time I got it, and I even for me playing it like way past its release, it was revolutionary for me. Like the whole Warthog run at the end and all the missions. Yes. <laughs> amazing. Like it really made me realize because a few summers ago, I had um, done a marathon where I beat all the games on Legendary Solo. And oh Dark. my God. Maybe. How did, yeah. even I can't do that shit, man. Even I can't do that. That's too much for me. Honestly, I, I would do it again. It was, it was so much fun, but it took like a lot of um, just getting used to, you know what I mean? It's pretty hard, but um, yeah, honestly, Halo 3 is a great game. So what about your favorite games in general? Well, like what in what general? are some of the games that you look at look at like your past gaming experience and you're like, yeah, if I have to line these up, these are my favorite games of all time. Ooh, okay. So um one that I played recently about a year ago is Red Dead Redemption 2, which um, yes. I yeah, yeah. I wasn't a fan of the first <laughs> one not much, but um Red Dead 2, I don't know, something about it, like just how expansive it was in the open world, and it felt like it was almost like a Quentin Tarantino movie or something like that. Yeah. Um, and I mean, else? I mean, the, the Arthur man, Arthur was one of like the character just so good, oh, and so I fun. love, I love that they allow you to kind of explore the characters in like a, this. It, it is a pretty lengthy game, and it is kind of slow at the start. But mm-hmm. once you kind of dive in, man, like it's honestly, uh, it's like an experience. And I feel it like is. a lot of people missed out because it was for them it was too too long or it was too slow. Oh, hundred percent. Like I don't even have the game. My friend gave it to me. He's like. Oh, you can play it for the summer. He hasn't even finished the campaign because he's not a big story guy. And he's like, yeah, as you said, it's it's too slow, you know? Yeah. Okay, yeah. What, what, what? anything else? What else have you, um, like, Far, Far Cry games. Loved? I, I love the Far Cry series. Uh, really, really fun, light game to play. Uh, Minecraft, too. That's been a really good one over the quarantine. Um, Pokemon. I love Pokemon Platinum, Heart Gold, Soul Silver. Oh, um, Platinum. Platinum was my favorite. Finally, someone else said it. Anytime yes, I talk to sir. anyone, no one, no one brings up platinum. Everyone brings up everything except platinum, and I'm like, it's guys, the best game. It's exactly. The best game. I'm like, why, why are you, why, why is everyone hating on platinum? Platinum is not that bad. Platinum it is such a freaking good game. Yeah, it was yeah. challenging too. Like seriously. And I obviously I see that you're uh, you're a Smash Bros fan as well. Yeah, huge Smash Bros fan. I, that's the reason I bought the Switch was um for Ultimate, you know. And um yeah, other than that, I like a lot of indie games like Cuphead, just like. Anything that gives me like a challenge, you know? Yeah, Cuphead, man. I, I that took me so long to beat. I I love the the Soul series and the Souls games. And yeah, man. Going in, I thought it would be a lot easier, but Cuphead <laughs> messed me up for sure. Yeah, man. Like I have Dark Souls three, and I actually like I find that's one game that's like I really need to practice. Like it's it's too hard for yeah. me. Like you gotta give me some tips. Like that's it's honestly cool. it's honestly like games like Bloodborne and anything by FromSoft, right? It's all about just kind of learning the learning the moves. And yeah. initially when I would go in, right, I would go in kind of guns blazing. That's kind of how I would play. I would play like, it's like I'm me playing Devil May Cry or something. And <laughs> it's, you almost need to like, you know, you always need to be like, okay, no, no, no. I, you can't play like that. You it's need to, through. right. You got to, you got to hit him, hit the thing twice, the boss, the enemy, whatever, hit it twice, move yep. away, you know, block, stuff like that. 
And initially, I, I, I was like so against it. I'm like, yo, this is boring as hell. Like, why would I play this when yeah. I can play Devil May Cry or I can mm-hmm. play God of War or something? But then over time, something happened. Something just clicks in your brain and you're like, yo, this is actually pretty good. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's like, it's like almost a mental game. Like, that's how I felt about um one game that really shocked me is Doom Eternal. That was more like I was expecting like a shoot 'em up yes. killing devil game. It's like a rhythm like, game. <laughs> yeah, it is a rhythm game. It's literally the whole game is a dance. That's all it is, man. Seriously. Yeah. I know. I, I was surprised. I, I just started playing Doom Eternal just a little while back. Yeah. And I went in being like, oh, it's going to be like Doom, right? I'm like, I'm just going to kill the monsters. Awesome. Yeah. Big ass shotgun. Yeah. And instead it's like, no, you got to watch your health so you gotta you gotta like stab him to get the health oh yeah, you gotta man. do this to get ammo like Seriously. what <laughs> it's so much it micromanaging at once man so what what are you looking forward to the most this year this year already has had some pretty big games oh, last yeah, of us sure. part two goes to tsushima this week uh, i want to i want to get that that sounds really good oh i mean oh man goes to tsushima i'm i've already pre-ordered it. i feel i don't know i mean the reviews are good but i yeah. feel like I, I feel like I hype people for, for like everything because I just like, I just love video games so much, you know? So for me, yeah. Ghost of Tsushima, even if if it might be like shit, I'll be like, yo, I'm a samurai. Fuck that, man. I'm going to love Yeah, this it's just going to be lit, like, honestly. Right? Exactly. So I'm pretty psyched. Animal Crossing, of course, the one of the best games ever. I put way too much time into that. Yeah, um, no, um, that's, that's a game I've heard a lot of people, like my girlfriend, she's like, she doesn't have a Switch, but she used to play the one on the DS and she tells me like about it all the time saying like, it's such, such a fun game, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I, I bought it because I, I played the uh, the older one and I loved it. And I put yeah. in like maybe 40, 50 hours into it. And I bought I bought it for my girlfriend as well. I was like, yo, you're yeah. going to like this. Trust me. She got it. She started playing it. She's like 300 hours into that game. I've, I've, I've gotten her all these other games like Zelda, like Super Mario Odyssey has not touched them. She's just playing <laughs> Animal Crossing. I'm like, yo, please, please. I get it. Animal Crossing is good, but please just play yeah. an Odyssey or something at least. <laughs> yeah, no, um. I'm trying to think other than that, Cyberpunk 2077, like we don't know a lot yes. about that game, but that looks kind of crazy. It, it's CJ Project Red. You know it's going to be good. Yeah, pretty much. Um, what else? Far Cry 6 just got um, revealed. That looks pretty cool. I'm, I'm not too mm-hmm. sure about the plot. Like they didn't give too much information, but um, I, I, I'm a fan of Giancarlo Esposito, so I'm, you know, I'm kind of in already after Breaking Bad and Mandalorian. Yeah, I know. Bring him I in. Know. <laughs> yeah, I started watching that pretty, pretty recently too. And he's a, he's a great actor. So, um, yeah, um, what else? Marvel, the the Avengers game. Ooh, I don't know about that yeah. one, bro. I know, I know. I know. I just, like, it's weird because it's not the same Marvel actors and stuff, but I just want to see where Square Enix takes it. You know what I mean? Did you see the gameplay that they kind of, like, went over, like, a little while back? It looks okay. Looks yeah, bad. exactly. That's the problem, yeah. though, right? Like, yeah. it, a game like that shouldn't look okay. It should look amazing. It should look amazing, yeah. Because <laughs> it's, like, it's at Avengers. It yeah, you're actually right. It is Avengers. Like, they kind of got to blow out, and the gameplay just looked kind of like whatever. I know. I, I, like, I was so hyped for it initially because I was like, Yo, these are the people that made Tomb Raider, Rise of Tomb Raider, and stuff like that, and they just did a great oh, yeah. job. I'm like, they know how to make single-player action games. And instead, they're mm-hmm. like, oh, you know what? We're going to make it a Destiny type of a game. I'm like, man, but I already have Destiny. I already have Division. You know, like... Yeah. Just stick to the single-player stuff. But no, they just want to... They're gonna you, You'll have cosmetics. You can put this skin on on iron man and that skin and i'm like okay that's cool but but what about the story and when you see the yeah. gameplay you're like uh okay yeah no i didn't even i didn't even know thanks for informing like that it was kind of like destiny based because i haven't had the best experience with destiny like it's okay but yeah, yeah honestly it's like as long as you have like a group to to play with because I, I put in a lot of time with destiny one and two but mm-hmm. it was mainly because i had like four or five people that were like yo let's play this together 
on yeah. my own, I'm like, uh, no, I'm not going to play that. I have more than, more than other stuff to like play instead. Oh, yeah. No, I was, I was the same way. Like, I didn't play much of Destiny 1, but like Destiny 2 at launch, I played that a shit ton with my friends. Yeah. yeah. So, okay, yeah. What, about, what about Halo Infinite? Because Halo Infinite has been getting some good vibes. Oh, so what do you think? 100%. Yeah. Is it gonna like, be game of the year? <laughs> yeah, definitely. No, honestly, I'm gonna be a totally honestly. Like, I'm not even saying this from a biased standpoint. Just from <laughs> what we've seen already, it's just because how much hype the Xbox community has been giving this game, and the fact that, like, think about it. It's been teased at E3 two years in a row, and we've gotten like two short trailers, and just like look at the armor they gave Chief. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Like, it just looks classic. The the music direction, the art style, and um, yeah, it just makes me the fact that like. We haven't found out much about it. It just makes me really curious about what they've been hiding for like six years. I mean, we will be finding out pretty soon and we can kind of move into talking about the Xbox mm-hmm. event that's coming up. And July 23rd. It, I mean, it's, it's something that I'm, I've been pretty excited about because I, I, I like to think that, you know, deep down, even though they kind of act like they're all buddy buddies and stuff like that, Microsoft yeah. Sony are like at each other's throat. That's that's what I like to believe deep down. 100%, because, yeah. Right? I just I just love them like making comebacks and stuff like that. You know, yeah, Sony, yeah. <laughs> Sony, did, Sony did a great job with PS5. They had like a really cool event. They announced Spider-Man Miles Morales, which I'm oh, I watched fucking excited. It, yeah. Yeah, oh, which is going to be so good. So I know for a fact now, I mean, obviously I know inside info, info, but I know in a way deep down that Xbox is going to come out with a band because they need to show, like you kind of put this in there, they need to show gameplay. So oh, yeah, I'm gonna put it to match that energy that PS5 gave, to be honest. Exactly. And I'm going to put it towards you first. What do you think they will announce? Honestly, um, a ton of games, right? Like Halo Infinite, a bunch of leaks have been showing that they're going to show gameplay for Halo Infinite, which is what we really need to see. Um, they need to. At this point, they need to. Yeah, they, they literally need to. And they were talking about... um releasing a beta i don't know if that's for sure that's why i just heard on leaks but um oh, that would be good else. if yeah, they can release a beta be... before yeah. the launch of xbox series x that would be key to say oh that yeah game. i know they get everyone on it right like it would just be amazing to build like momentum mm-hmm. and um I mean, yeah i've heard a lot of rumors about the the second console like have you heard about that how they're doing like a series s and series x yes I mean, okay so what do you think about it? because i have my own own views about the whole like you know Lockhart situation like with all being digital stuff like that what do you think like is that a good thing on their side to do that um I don't really know like too much about the whole Lockhart thing I just haven't read too much about it because it's not like official or anything like that but I yeah. think um it's not it's not a bad direction like when they say all digital do they mean you can't put discs in it or what do they mean by so that? they're so they're gonna basically kind of lower the overall like gpu spec in that one so it's not gonna be as powerful as the series x okay. um it'll be obviously it's like you, you can't compare to one to one but it'll be on par with like a ps4 pro uh gpu wise wow. and yeah. um it will still have like a really good cpu so the cpu can still push it pretty far ahead mm-hmm. um and then of course it'll be all digital the idea is that what i think is happening is the Series X has such intense, intense stuff because I I built my PC just a, a year ago, right? So now I've like yeah. I have a better understanding of of how like all the costs and stuff that goes into it, and mm. they are kind of going for like a beefy machine, and I think they're gonna be pushing it to maybe six hundred or six ninety nine USD. Okay. Uh, they're gonna That's try to obviously. I mean, <laughs> Microsoft can afford the loss. You know, they can make it like if even if it's pretty expensive for them to produce, they'll they they might take a hit and release yeah. it at like five hundred. But mm-hmm. to undercut the PlayStation, they will try to release something like the Lockhart or Series S and something say that hey, cheaper. exactly, yeah. exactly. I, it makes sense. Smart. 
yeah, yeah. I was about to say, yeah, it is pretty smart. Like, I don't really see see a problem with that. Like, if people just want to get the cheaper console, right, because they don't care as much about specs and they just kind of want to get the game, like, it's it's not bad. It's it's definitely a good a good move, as you said, to um pop the PS4 in terms of sales to have like a much more affordable console that can do pretty much everything except specs wise that the other console mm-hmm. did. So, um, so what do you yeah. think it will it will in any way limit the games? Because um, Xbox is the only console right now that is taking this approach of releasing new exclusives for their consoles that will work across all Xbox consoles. That's Xbox One, One S. One X, the Series S and Series X. They're going to do this yep. for the next two years. So obviously, you know, when you do that, you have to base it off of the lowest common denominator, right? So it's exactly. not, they can't push it too hard. Like, what do you, I mean, like, what do you think about that? Is that going to be to the detriment of the games in a way? I, I think that, I think to be honest with you, like, that's going to kind of hinder them because people are just going to end up getting the Xbox One or already have an Xbox One, right, to play the games. So I just... I thought they would have done better if they just push Infinite for the new Xbox, you know what I mean, in games like that. Because it's like, yeah. like, why should I buy this new console? Like, what's the difference between playing the same game released for an Xbox One or an Xbox Series X? Other than, like, resolution, loading times, and will there be any, like, motivation for me to buy the console? Like, me personally, I'm thinking I want to get the Day Zero edition of the Series X. Like, that's what I'm yeah. thinking. Yeah. And, like, will I be able also play my current xbox one games on the series x that's one question i have so i mean okay i mean that's one of the big things of course that backwards compatibility at least now we kind of have an idea that both xbox and sony and playstation are doing that which is a good thing because you know all you you have a backlog i have a backlog we're not going to finish it by then we need something like that but Mm -hmm. at this moment are you convinced about the console like in november if Mm -hmm. you had only one console to choose would you yeah. be leaning towards Xbox right now? 100%. Just because um, they haven't released a main flagship Halo game since CE in the original Xbox, right? Mm-hmm. And I just know how much time they've put into this. And I'm just a diehard fan that if I'd want to play it, I want to get it at the best resolution, everything like that. And like, there's a ton of other games, right? Like Fable 4 coming out, stuff like that. New Gears, which I never really got into, but I want to. Um, Far Cry 6, just... Having that that day one nice fresh console like I've had my Xbox One since I've been in grade seven and I'm going into yeah. second year <laughs> university like I think it's uh, for me I, you know you know one of the biggest biggest selling points about Xbox is this is something that I tell yeah. all my friends that at least have a gaming PC right now is Xbox mm-hmm. Game Pass I mean yes that's honestly the best the, the best deal in gaming right now and I have no idea if anyone's listening uh, that has a gaming PC or an Xbox, if you don't have it, why don't you have it? I don't I don't understand. <laughs> yeah, I used to have the Game Pass because I bought um a four terabyte hard drive and it came with a few months of Game Pass. And I was yeah. like, damn, like this is like between the free games you get with Xbox Live and the Game Pass. like it's actually Yeah, and hard. you get like all the new games too. Yeah, literally you get a game like to launch, right? And exactly. And you get it on Game Pass and it's like so worth it because games are pretty pricey right these days like 80 dollars mm-hmm. and like the seasons pass on top of that and all that and the fact that game pass like comes with the game for how much is it a month actually for game pass for game pass i think if yeah. you just get it on your um on your xbox it's maybe like nine or ten dollars something like that yeah uh, that's before taxes yeah. yeah you can get it for your pc as well which is like even cheaper if, it, if you just want to get it for your pc or you can get it for both your xbox and your pc like mm-hmm. it's like hundreds of games yeah seriously like i've even looked at it like since Xbox 360 days, that's what I've always been impressed with Xbox is the fact that there's been 
so many free games that I've got, like the first Red Dead I end up getting for free. And that was the first time I played it. Like it opened me up to so many new experiences through those free games. And I'd be excited mm-hmm. to see what they can do with Game Pass in the future. Exactly, right? And I think that's what's really exciting. And, and right at the moment, Sony doesn't really have something they can compete with that, you know, because they have PS Now, which is their streaming mm-hmm. service. And I remember trying that. Uh, it, it, you stream the games at like 720p and stuff like that. It's not uh, It's not ideal. Um, and of not course, we'll talk 1080? about... Yikes. Yeah, not even 1080, man. It's like, it's yeah. pretty bad. Like, I mean, especially because I do want to be able to play the PS3 games. Like, there's some like old school games that I really enjoyed, but mm-hmm. you can't play on your PS4 unless you, you get it on PS Now. And yeah. it's like, it's just not worth it. But I, I think like Game Pass is the biggest seller for me because you can see that Microsoft is switching from being a hardware company to a software thing. They're going to keep the hardware, but they know sure. that if they can be the Netflix of gaming, even if they aren't selling the hardware, they're making money from everyone. They're making money from me right now because of Game Pass. Yeah, <laughs> yeah pretty much. That's that's how it is, right? And as I was um looking at before, actually, I was doing some research before this podcast and I found out about that project x cloud they're doing like did you hear about that mm-hmm. yeah yeah it's like pretty pretty dope like the fact that streamers can play games directly from like cloud to um mobile devices and everything like that don't actually require an xbox console it's pretty pretty dope yeah so i i, I think i got into like that one of the beta programs and stuff like that and i tried it wow. and yeah like it was on my phone or using just my wi-fi at least uh mm-hmm. for halo it, it just jumped in no problem what did you and play? I was like, Master Chief Collection or Halo Five? Yeah, I, I think I think they just kind of in the preview system or whatever they yeah. had Master Chief Collection, I believe. Yeah. Um, and that was like the one that I tried as well. I just went to campaign and stuff like that. So I don't know how the online works, of course. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't. I really tried that, but just playing that because I, I didn't even have a controller for my phone. I was just using like the on-screen thing. What? And really? Yeah, like it was. It was like it was like pretty good. I think I was using on-screen thing. I, I think it was like most because I just remember just like tapping on it and just kind of moving it around a little bit. And I was like, because I just yeah. wanted to see how it worked. I never like I didn't like really play, play it properly. Um, mm-hmm. I was just surprised by like how quickly it loaded because I thought it'll be like yeah that's what they're claiming or whatever you know Google Stadia yeah. all that crap is gonna be like yeah. it's gonna take a while. But it was actually pretty good. And if they can come out with this um, around the same time as, as Series X, it'll just get a huge other crowd into oh, the service honestly? yeah because of streamers and everything like one thing i wonder is if you'll be able to like play it on your phone right and then like you know how you could use google chromecast to like cast yeah. it to the tv from your phone and still be playing on your phone so basically you can play it on the tv like i'll just be dope exactly i i think that's what google is trying to do uh with stadia unfortunately with not a lot of success because uh-huh. you know the main thing is is games and the problem was they didn't have any of their own games and at the same time yeah. Uh, for streaming, the problem is when you have a streaming service, you know, you can't be charging people full price for a game. And that's what Stadia was doing. They mm-hmm. were charging people $80 for a game that you can get on sale on your PlayStation or your PC or whatever. Um, and you can, you, you technically still own the Stadia games, but in this case, you own the game. It's downloaded onto your system. You don't need the internet. You know, yeah. it's, exactly. it's like a, they kind of miss, it's like a missed opportunity, but it's I think different. Microsoft yeah. knows. Yeah. No, honestly, I totally agree with you. I, I think they know what they're doing with that. Because, like, when I heard about that today, I was like, wow, I, I didn't even hear about this. Like, this is pretty mind-blowing. That you can play, like, AAA games like that on your phone. Like, yeah. So, okay, so we know the event's coming. Finally, I mean, I think this is an event that a lot of us have been excited about because I just love the back and forth. What games mm-hmm. do you want to see? I, I know, like, some stuff is already kind of speculated, like Fable, 
yeah. maybe maybe a fourth or something like that. But you know, I want to. I, I like going off the cuff sometimes with some of these games. So anything that's in your mind, anything that's in my mind, honestly, I want to see um another Gears of War because like I remember playing three when I was um pretty pretty young and I was like this is um a pretty cool game. So I like to see it in yeah. Gears. As you said, Fable, Fable 4, because I played Fable 3 when it came with the uh, 360, and I had a ton of fun with that open-world aspect. I had never really played a game like that before, so I'd like to see, um, yeah, new Fable as well. Um, Forza, not even because I don't even play a lot of Forza. Like, I used to play a little bit of it, but, like, the graphics, like, they do such mm, a big yeah, improvement yeah. on every Forza game, you know? No, Forza is always, like, one of those games that really showcase uh, the console. Yeah. yeah, honestly, it's like, I've seen screenshots of Forza where it's really hard for me to tell what the um if the car is real or like in game, you know. Yeah. So other than that, I like to see um lots of Sea of Thieves updates. I love Sea of Thieves. I love playing that game with my friends. So I'd like to see like a big content update when that drops for um Series X. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um yeah, other than that, I don't know. Um, Cyberpunk is already announced for it, right? Should be. Yeah, I mean. We're going to be getting that, of course. We're going to be getting Halo Infinite, which is like, you know, the main reason that most people will be getting an Xbox, I think. Yeah, facts. Uh, you know, because mm-hmm. like I, they, you need to have like, I've, I've seen that with Switch now, you know, with Switch, it launched with Breath of the Wild and that was kind of the thing that sold it to everyone. Uh, yeah. You know, when you have something like that, I'm, what I'm worried on, on the Sony side, because Sony has kind of said that Spider-Man Miles Morales will be coming with the PS5. They, they said holiday 2020. Wow. Um, okay. If yeah. that comes, I mean, it's just going to be such a crazy battle, you know, Spider-Man yeah. and PS5 versus Halo Infinite and Xbox. And I just like love that battle. But like, That's if like, they can those come are out. both two like amazing looking games, you know what I mean? Like, exactly. I, I never played it personally. I'm not like, I saw the gameplay for the first one. I looked pretty good. But the, the second one, I'm excited to see what they do with it. You know, and I know like a lot of people bought that game and loved it. So. Yeah, I mean, I think Spider-Man became uh, the highest selling or the second highest selling PS4 exclusive of all time or something wow. like that. Like Spider-Man, obviously it's Spider-Man, right? You put a Spider-Man sticker on something, it, it will on sell. And yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I'm yeah. just, I, 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 for me, like the main thing is like, you know, we have like these games and stuff like that. And price wise, you know, they're, they're kind of going back and forth. I feel like there's a reason why both sides haven't really announced the price because by this time, in 2013, when they were announcing the Xbox One and the PS4, they had announced the price. People knew the price at this point. Yeah. So I think right now, it's just a game of playing chicken right now, right? Yeah, whoever's going to release just it waiting. first. Yeah. Exactly, right? And yeah. I think the other company just wants to undercut them. because, And yeah. I think Microsoft being the bigger company is is, in, is basically more capable of undercutting Sony. You know, Sony, they if, if, if Microsoft comes off with... Our console gonna be five hundred. Sony's not gonna be like our console gonna be four hundred. Sony's gonna be like, okay, our console is also five hundred. You know, or but, something like that. <laughs> yeah, then they're like, but we give this, and then I feel like that um that Series S is kind of gonna seal the deal for a lot of people because like a cheaper console they can still play the games that are on that console. Like that's just the thing, you know. So I, I I know like of course Sony on their side have kind of tried to compete with a Series S because I think they also know a Series S is coming out um yeah. with that the the digital edition. Um, mm-hmm. but the digital edition, obviously from what I can tell, we don't, we, they didn't really release any specs, but what I can, what I'm assuming is, 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 is just a PS5, but without the disc, the disc drive. Okay. So Still good. If they keep this exactly. And they keep the specs and everything the same. Right. But yeah, if let's say the, the disc version is $500, 500 USD and yeah. the, the digital edition is 400, mm-hmm. like, I don't know. I don't, I don't know if 
$100 is enough for people to be convinced that, oh, this is a digital edition. Like, I'll just buy this over the Series S. If the Series yeah. S is even cheaper, you know? Yeah, to go fully digital um, just for, like, $100 difference, right? Because, like, I, I like digital games because of game share and everything. But sometimes I like buying the disc, you know? Mm -hmm. Exactly. Like, yeah. And I don't know if this is the truth, obviously, because I just, like, love reading rumors. But, like, mm -hmm. apparently there was, like, another rumor that with uh, with Xbox Series S, they're going to have the digital version and stuff like that like, and, and whatever, you know. But what they will do on the side is actually release an add-on, uh, like no this way. little disk drive that you can connect to your Series S and then put discs in. Put discs in? Oh, my God. Wow. They're they're really selling the market. That is that's yeah. kind of crazy. Like, I love to... I love to speculate. Like that's one thing I love about you, Amon, too. Like you like to speculate because <laughs> it's just like it, it gets you going on for hours, you know. Right, exactly. I told you, but I'll get you too hyped up on this. This is what I do. But I'm just. Yeah. <laughs> but the thing is, this is like such. This is a different time because, uh, you know, with when when PS4 and and Xbox One were coming out with the consoles, I remember at that time, it, you know, we people were more on 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 Xbox's side in general, mainly because Xbox 360 did so well and everything, mm -hmm. but. You know, it was just that battle that happened where yeah. Xbox is like, you can't share games on Xbox One. And then PlayStation yeah. comes off. They make a video on their iPhones before their presentation where it's literally the two executives literally handing the game to the other person being like, this is how you share the game on PlayStation 4. I remember that. And, like the, yeah, so and the crowd, right? And the crowd <laughs> erupts and people go crazy. And like, I just love how like the, the whole console generation has shifted. And even now, even now you can... You know, uh, uh, Microsoft is kind of being like, you know what? No, we're we're doing our own thing. Good on Sony. Yeah. Good on Nintendo. Do your thing. We're doing our own thing now. But then Microsoft comes up with their event, the first one, and they're like, "There's gonna be next gen gameplay," and there was no next gen gameplay, like literally none. They showed you know? nothing. I was so bummed out when I watched that. I was like, "Are you kidding me right now?" Like PS4 really was. Asking Valhalla first gameplay there, and there was nothing. <laughs> yeah, bro. Oh my. Right, God. and then what happened? See, Sony Sony kept track of this. Right, Sony. Sony looked it up. Sony was like, "Okay, when we have our event, we're gonna have gameplay," and they came back yeah. with that. So I just love that, even though they act like they're not fighting with each other, they are, and they're doing this back and forth. And I just hope because deep down, even though I am like a Sony person, I've always like I, I I'm the one that convinced one of my friends to buy an Xbox once I bought mine. I was like, "Please trust me, Sunset Overdrive." Uh, you know, Halo that Five was uh, amazing. And, Sunset Overdrive, I love that game. And you know now who has the rights to that to that series? Who? Uh, Sony. So Sony Seriously? bought Insomniac Games, and Insomniac Games owns the rights to Sunset Overdrive. So now so, that's a Sony exclusive. Does that mean it's gonna not like? Is it gonna be discontinued? Or are they gonna come out with new ones for? So Sony? if they do make a Sunset Overdrive two, it will be on on Sony. Sony's wow, platform. that's crazy. I've never <laughs> thought about it. Like, see, I mean, wow. see, now this is this is why this is why like this is per perfect time. This is why I wanted to talk about studio acquisitions because Microsoft has a lot of money. All right, that's no joke. They've, they've got way too much money at this point. And they've been going on a spending spree. They've been buying uh, stuff left and right. They bought Obsidian Entertainment, great studio, made Outer Worlds, and uh, Fallout Ooh. New Vegas. South Park as well. I love that Holy, South Park. Holy, yeah. Fallout, so, Fallout's a, a big series. Right? So they, uh, they th that was a big one. They got In Exile Entertainment. I, I haven't really played any other games. I think they made a game called Wasteland. Uh, I heard good things, but I don't yeah. know too much about it. They bought, obviously, um, Double Fine Entertainment, the people that made Psychonauts. Uh, and stuff Ooh, like that so yeah, they made some good some games gameplay for that that looks pretty pretty sick they made one of my favorite games of all time which is not talked about enough it's called brutal legend i don't know if you've heard of that one let me um, write that down right now it's it's, it's basically uh one uh where the the lead character is jack black 
and okay. you're basically like a rocker. You're like a, like this metal uh, rodeo in a way, and you yeah. get sucked into hell in a way, or like this okay. heavy metal um, cover art esque world. Uh, if if yeah. you can kind of like take it that way, and basically you're like it's kind of like an open world action game, um, and you're basically playing Jack Black with a, a guitar, and you you do all your moves. Hell. Yeah, I mean, it's like Ozzy Osbourne's in it. Um, Lemmy is in it. Slash what? is in it. Like Dude, it's a. You know, I'm a guitar I, player. This is like all up my alley right now. And I it, honestly, it got really good reviews. I think it sold well enough, but surprisingly, no one talks about it. No one asks Devil Fine to make another uh, another brutal legend. I do not know why. Like, why do we not have a sequel? This I've is such a good game. Never heard of this game before, and this sounds phenomenal. Like, what consoles is it for? I think this was on everything. It was on 360, on PS3, on PC. Like uh, one of my all-time favorite games, and like now technically Microsoft owns, you know, all of that, mm-hmm. all Double Fine, and all of that. So Microsoft, please, Brutal Legend Two, like why not? I'm looking at it right now, and this looks dope. I, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, this will. It, it's surprising because at that time, like, it, it got like good enough reviews. But for me, uh, same as you, right? I I love playing guitar. I I just love heavy metal music, and I yeah. was like wow, this is, this is a game that's like, they literally presented to me and they're like, here, this is a game for you. And I'm like, wow, thank you. You knew yeah. this is, this is perfect. You know? And it, yeah. uh, it was that one. It was Guitar Hero Metallica. I remember like those two games I play like crazy. And like, mm. this is, it, it, it's like so many, but obviously I, I wasn't sure. I wasn't sure how this game is going to work and everything, yeah. but it's literally like this action adventure RPG with open world elements. Um, there's also like this weird strategy thing where, you kind of get like these headbangers, which is like these minions of the of these uh, of the underworld, and you yeah. get them to kind of like attack. Like it's almost attack like a strategy game you. at that point. Yeah, like you're you're yeah, getting yeah. to attack for you, and like you go into like these other settlements or whatever. Like uh, there's, I think there's like some like racing stuff as well. Like you have like this this awesome ass like bike or something, and I think you're like racing with like Lemmy and stuff like that. It's just it's just so good, man. It's just such a good game. I'm seeing I'm seeing the think. bike right now, actually, in the in the gameplay I'm looking at right now. It looks cool. And I think the the best thing, of course, was the soundtrack. The music was just on point. Oh, like, I can imagine. Like, was Jack Black and Lemmy and all them? They must have been writing for the game too, probably. I mean, I I think Jack Black definitely had some input. The main guy was Tim Schafer from Double Fine, like the one obviously he's working with Microsoft now, and I. Anything he writes is just brilliant. Like he's just such a great writer. Yeah. So, no, soundtracks make um make a big deal for for video games, especially like I find um Doom Eternal that had a great soundtrack by um, yep. that that guy. I forget his name, Mick something. Yeah, Mick Gordon. Um, yeah, Mick Gordon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, especially Halo Two has a uh, Marty O'Donnell right on the soundtrack. Of course. Steve Vai and all that, and just that original soundtrack. Like I hope they can do it on par because like. I don't know if you noticed, but 4 and 5 had a really different kind of soundtrack. It felt like an action movie, you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, they literally t- took everything that was, that worked with the old soundtracks and just completely scrapped it. They didn't yeah. put it yeah, in. Yeah. <laughs> you can't have a theme song for a game and not put it in the sequel. Make that sense. was like the whole point with 4. 4 and 5 had no, none of the theme song, none of the OG, Halo, you know, angel singing voices. Like, none of that happened. Yeah. That was a big problem with it because, like, it really does make a big difference in games to have a good soundtrack. Exactly. And, I mean, kind of going off of that, you know, one of the things that I started speculating as well because there's like, a, this was all over IGN, so it's not like I'm like the only one thinking about this. But, okay. you know, uh, Microsoft has been obviously looking to acquire more and more uh, developers and stuff in general because yeah. they know that their teams are working on stuff and it's going to take some time. 
they're not going to be able to produce games like you know in like a couple of months it's going to take like a couple of years which is of, of course like expected and uh-huh. one of the rumors is that i think AT&T is a is the original owner but they they're basically wanting to sell off their WB brand so huh. so that means uh studios like NetherRealm Studios the people that made yeah. Mortal, Kombat Mortal Kombat and Injustice yeah. amazing uh-huh. games which I love um, Mortal Kombat. Yeah, I have Eleven. Yep. Like, that's a phenomenal game. Exactly. I love Eleven. I've even had the season pass. I mean, Robocop. Everything. I love Mortal Kombat. Was it and worth like, it to get the the seasons pass? Because I was looking at it, but I wasn't too sure. I mean, honestly, I also got it on a when it was on a discount. So okay. I think I think if you see it on a discount, it's worth it. Just because at the end of the day, it's just characters. Yeah. Right. You're just you're just yeah. getting characters. So it's like if you already like in my case, I love using Noob. And like, yeah. because I'm settled on noob, it's hard for me to just be like, all right, I'm just gonna play as Robocop, or I'm gonna play as someone else now. You know, yeah, it's, like, it's it's hard when you choose a main in a in a fighting game. Like, it's especially hard to get a new yeah. character and like get used to it. Like, obviously, like some of them, I remember Mortal Kombat 10, Predator, and um, starting after yes, Alien, exactly. pretty pretty broken. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, I think that's what once you settle on one, it's just like kind of hard to move. Um, yeah. But I think other than Nether Realms, it will be Rocksteady. You know, Batman mm-hmm. Arkham series, which is one of the best superhero games of all time oh, um yeah. and i think i think there's like some a few other ones like avalanche studio something like that i forgot uh some of the other people Who's that made avalanche just cause made, i believe i've heard avalanche before i i think they made just cause okay. so just oh, cause series just cause, just cause four yeah uh, mad max they made mad max as well which is a great okay. game as well so like yeah. they would if i mean obviously like like they're also gonna try to sell wb at like a very very huge price because it's a you know it's like a bunch of developers but out of everyone Microsoft is the, is the one that has the money. So yeah. I think, in my opinion, I'm like, yo, if, I don't know what Microsoft is waiting for. Like, obviously, they're probably doing the numbers and calculations on their side. But oh, yeah. if they can get them, oh, my God. Bear games, bear crazy games in the next few years. And I, I like the fact that they're taking time to make their games, too, because that always makes it a better experience. Yeah. And, I mean, the the, the cool thing would be, this is what I would love, right? Like, I okay. we already know Spider-Man is with Sony. Because Sony has... The exclusive rights to Spider-Man, the Spider-Man games, all that. Movies, everything, it, yeah. Exactly. And if Microsoft, let's say, gets Rocksteady, and Rocksteady makes Batman Arkham games, and then they somehow come up with a deal with WB saying that, look, let us make these games exclusive with, with Rocksteady or whatever. Yeah. Right? And then on this one side, you've got Microsoft with the DC side, and then on the Sony side, you got everyone with the Marvel stuff over here. And I'm yeah. like, dude, this will be pretty awesome. <laughs> I would love that. Yeah, no, def- definitely like seeing that for, for Xbox and Microsoft would just be amazing. I would be like, I, I would struggle not to buy an Xbox at that point if I find out that the next Batman game is on Xbox and it's nowhere else. I would have to buy it. Yeah, like which which console are you are you looking at getting like all of them or just like the PS5 or Xbox? Or you're just not sure yet. For me, it's, it's going to be PS5 first um, because okay. I have my gaming PC. So all yeah. the Xbox games I just play there right now. You can um, play Infinite on your PC, right? Exactly. Yeah. So, like, that's why I'm like, you know what? Like, I would love to get an Xbox if for some reason, if they give me, like, a reason. Like, that's kind of why I'm, like, waiting for them to just convince me that, you know, all your Steam games or your games on your Epic Games library or whatever, you can play on your TV using the Xbox console, right? Yeah, I would I like that. Don't. Right? If they do that, I'm like, oh, man, that's a pretty good sell. Like, that's not bad. Mm-hmm. But I'm just waiting. I'm just still, I'm still waiting for them to just kind of wow me. I just want to see the games, man. Yeah, man, I want to see gameplay, like, for a, for a lot of the games, and I also want to see, like, as you were stating before, why I should get this console as opposed to just getting 
Infinite or whatever comes out, like Far Cry 6, just for my Xbox One that I've had here for so long, you know? Like, what's yeah. the motivation to get this new console? And, I mean, what, so what are you thinking in terms of the release and the price? I, I, I don't think they're going to be announcing this because of some of the rumors and some of the leaks that have come out. But yeah. if they were to, what do you think the release and price should be? I think realistically, as you were saying before, 500 USD, which would be about 680 Canadian, yeah. right? Like with, yeah. with the, without the tax. like Without the tax. That's pretty hefty. Like if that comes with infinite, yeah, sure, I'll buy. But if it doesn't, that's that's looking kind of hefty, honestly. But um, if it's for like a console where there's not going to be anything else coming out for a long time, you know, it could be kind of worth it. I just... That seems like a lot for for a console, but like as you said, if it has the specs and, and a lot of good features, I'll do it. It's just I need to know the difference between spending eight hundred dollars and keeping my Xbox One right here for free. You know, mm-hmm. I need to but see, like, okay, so what about this? Okay, obviously, you know, I, I like I, I already reminded you, I'm a, I'm a PlayStation guy over here. What yeah. what about this? Okay, you already have an Xbox One, so you can play all these exclusives, but instead yeah. you get a PS Five because PS Five exclusives you can only play there. Okay, that would actually be a decent <laughs> idea. I've never actually thought about it like that. <laughs> if I already have an Xbox One, I can get the um the exclusives for that, and then I can get the exclusives for PS Five, and I already have a Switch too, so then I'd pretty much be able to get any game I want to. But um, exactly, yeah, no, you that's know, actually a, a great a great um great idea. I mean, Spider Man, come on, Spider Man, Miles Morales, maybe Ratchet yeah. and Clank with it, like Ooh, come on, yeah. those two games itself, like that's like enough to warrant a new console. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, I grew I, up I with Ratchet and Clank, and I love it. Yeah, Ratchet and Clank, I've, I've never played um that before because I've never had a PS console. You know what I mean? Like, the only thing I've played yeah. is, like, Uncharted. I've played that at people's houses. It's been pretty cool. God of War, another one I've played, which I'd be um definitely interested to pick up. But it's like, what's going to happen two years down the line when they start releasing games just for the Xbox that I want to get, you know? Yeah, I mean, ideally... I would hope that the Series X or Series S is like a lot cheaper by then because I've always noticed this, you know, whenever we always say like, you know, we, we fall into the hype, we buy the, we buy these consoles immediately. Uh, when I bought my PS4, I, I think I got Killzone with it and, mm-hmm. you know, it was a okay game. Like there were not really like good releases with the PS4, but I was basically yeah. playing games that were on the PS3, but I bought the PS4 version and literally a year later, by the time where there were a lot more games with the PS4, uh, yeah. the, the console was cheaper as well. Like you could get it on discount and stuff. And I'm like, wow. So I spent more money and like I got nothing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I know. I know exactly what you mean. Like that's that's my main thing. It's just like with a game that I've been waiting for 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 so long. I'm like, I just want to get like I don't want to have any regrets. Like I don't want to buy it for Xbox One and be like, eh, I kind of want a Series X now. You know what I mean? And get that and have to get the game again. Or even if I have to like transfer it over, I just want to be safe and maybe get the Series X or get the series s but honestly i've never thought of that um perspective of getting a ps5 and then just having your xbox one to play exclusives because that's actually a great idea that i will consider for sure and i mean the thing is what i'm hoping obviously i don't know if they will be able to reach or kind of get to that at this point but uh by the end of the year i'm hoping this x cloud thing is something that really really pushing to the point where um it's just like, you know, like if you have a smart TV, like an Android TV, you can just download an app which says xCloud on it or whatever. Yeah. I hope they change the name. Maybe they change something else, but whatever it's called. Lame. Right, exactly. <laughs> just make it something like uh, Xbox Cloud. I don't know. But like you download the app, right? And you just sign in and you can play all your games in 4K. The same way how I'm streaming on my Netflix, 4K, stuff like that. that yeah. You can play those games in 4K. So at that point, if you're unsure about buying a Series X or a Series S and you have an Xbox, 
you can literally just say, you know what? Let me just get xCloud. I have xCloud. Yeah. I can just pay for the game. It'll be attached to your account. So you own the game digitally. You just you just play it on xCloud and it'll be in 4K, the full bells and whistles like they claim. You know, like they claim like it's going to be 12 teraflops and what whatnot. It'll be yeah. like the full thing. So I, I feel like Microsoft is literally kind of painting with like a with a huge ass brush on everyone, being like, we're gonna cover everyone tonight. You know, we're gonna go for people who don't play games, we're gonna keep going for people who play on the PC, we're gonna go for the people that play games casually, and they're literally the going market. for everyone. Exactly. Get a monopoly on that, yeah. And I think exactly this is a time that they can actually do well. I hope they don't they don't fault with this, man. I don't I don't I hope they don't drop the ball. It's all up to this this Xbox. I'm going to be telling us it's all up to this uh, July 23rd event. Like, I'm, I'm dying to see what they have in store. Because, like, currently right now, PS5's reveal just totally demolished the um, the kind of faulty one that they had for Xbox, you know? So, I, I really yeah. hope yeah. Xbox um, comes in clutch with some good gameplay for games and just releases a ton of good-looking stuff. Because I'm, I'm really hyped for that, you know? Like, I've been looking into so much stuff now since um today we, we talked about the podcast and everything and just like looking at it all got me really hyped for this call yeah I, almost can't I, I think this year is so exciting that way because i always i always love launch years you know i've only in my in my mind i can only think of two launch years which is obviously the xbox one and ps4 one and, and this year because the other ones i didn't at that point i wasn't really too into gaming i was still into gaming but i just like never knew oh like the console came out okay like you know what what does that play and stuff but yeah, like same with me yeah right like and it's like it's like these Console launches like the year itself is so exciting because you know like they're two the like, two big companies just fighting for your money, you know, yeah. and they're like upping each other. And at the same time, I, I I always like forget that there's so many good games coming at the same time. We got Cyberpunk, you know, we got like all these games like Ghost of Tsushima and Last of Us Part Two. Yeah, and, like, it's like wow, like what a year, 2020. Mm-hmm. It's it's been crazy. Like, what did you think? I remember you talked to me about um Last of Us Two. Like, what did you think of that game? Oh yeah, oh I mean yeah we. Obviously, I won't go into spoilers. We had like a a spoiler cast uh, go up a little bit a little while back, but okay. yeah, I mean, as a game, like when I look at it from the side of a game, like it's it's brilliant. It's it's like it is like a masterpiece. Like what they were able to do from Last of Us Part One to Part Two in terms of the game is just amazing. Like I cannot yeah. believe how realistic the game is, how emotional the game makes you feel. It's wow. honestly like a cinematic experience, and the mm-hmm. voice acting is amazing. The animations, wow. Like, I didn't even know, like, those animations were possible. Like, there were so many times I'd be, like, just looking around. I'm like, oh, my God, this is just too too good. I can't believe it. And the problem, the only, uh, I think me and and most people out there just had an issue with with the story. And just their handling of the story, you know, like, I think they could have gone multiple ways. You can, they could have, like, handled it a little bit differently for sure. But, Mm -hmm. like, you know, obviously it doesn't warrant the the negativity that they're getting. I've, I've. read so much stuff about the voice actors getting death threats by people because they were unhappy with the story which ridiculous is, which is it makes no sense like you know like i i understand you know even i'm upset about the story but i can sit back and look at it and be like you know what this is still an amazing game. game like yeah yeah good game and, play, and right? exactly like it, it was they just did something that was just so amazing in terms of the game like just a video game and like even when i look back at it i'm like wow and that's what i think Last of Us Part 2 was really great because, you know, it's a game that kind of shows you, like, kind of how you brought up earlier, right, about games like Red Dead Redemption. Like, they can, uh-huh. it shows you that games can actually make you feel so emotional. And 100%. people never realize that. Yeah. And I, and I, I just love that about, about Naughty Dog and everything they do. So I'm just, 
you know, after that, I'm done. Now I'm like, okay, you know what? Now I need some like Ghost of Tsushima, where I'm just a samurai. I'm just kicking some ass. So that's simple, it. Yeah. Exactly, right? You need a break yeah. from the craziness. You need to, you want yeah, to relax so a much, little bit. So much story elements. Yeah, no, I, I totally get what you're saying. Like, um, but yeah, no, that um, that game like had. I remember it had so much, so much hype towards it. Like, I know so many people who love the um the original one and like weren't weren't too satisfied. But as long as like with me, it's like the story has to be good, obviously, but as long as the gameplay's there, it makes it a lot more tolerable. Yeah, exactly. I think that's the thing that people forgot. People kind of just put that aside because they had their own issues with the story and, and they didn't realize that, you know what, if you look at it in terms of the gameplay, you're like, wow, this is a big step up. You know, I think it goes back to like the whole like Halo 5 thing. It's like the gameplay yeah. was there, but the story was so bad. And you're mm-hmm. like, okay, like, you know, it's like you're, you're conflicted. You're like, no, the game is good. But this is so upsetting. Like I, I just want to be Master Chief. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Like the whole, the whole. I love making um when the game was big at the time and it just dropped. Like I love playing all those um custom games with my friends. And then they released mm-hmm. all the um the the rec updates with all the new weapons and guns for free too. I was like, wow, like they're really doing a lot for the um the player base in terms of multiplayer. But like the story was just like not what I expected. You know. Like, yeah. <laughs> So no, what, like, what do you think will happen? What do you think will happen with Halo Infinite then? Story-wise? Yeah. Okay, so basically my thing is when they released that, remember that um that second trailer where Master Chief is in the ship? Mm-hmm. I don't know if you saw that one. Um, if you actually look on the, the logs for the date, it's actually two years after the events of Halo 5. So Ooh. they're doing, yeah, a big, a big time skip, theoretically, right? So um, I honestly think, because they released a recent teaser with the Banished, I don't know if you know about that Oh, no, I haven't seen that one. Okay, so basically, there's a faction in Halo Wars 2, right? That are mm-hmm. um, a faction of brutes, right? And they're actually tying the Halo Wars 2 story in directly to oh. Halo Infinite. So the Banished are a splinter faction, right, of the Covenant, who um, broke off from the Covenant because they didn't like the way the Prophets treated them. And they created, like, their own faction of brute vehicles. So the Banished are um, a pretty cool remnant brute faction that are going to be in the game for sure, like they've been announced. And, um, yeah, I don't really know where they're going to go with it. Like, I know the game's going to be based on a Halo ring, right? Yeah. Show that yeah. in the trailer, which is, like, the first time since Halo 3 we're actually going to be on a ring. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. And, and they've teased a lot of open-world gameplay with the trailers, a lot of stuff like that. Not, like, gameplay, but in terms of what they're showing, like, a lot of stuff like that. So I think it's going to be, like, an open-world game on a Halo ring. I'm not too sure, plot-wise, what they're going to do with the whole, like, cortana deal and the created and if there's going to be flood in it like we're just not too sure but i feel like with the xbox event on july 23rd they're going to clear up a lot of this stuff but um, i'm i'm pretty hyped i have high hopes for the story like higher hopes than uh four and five that's for sure so i think they definitely learned from from like halo 5 and stuff the, that you know people are in this for the story they like they love gameplay people love the multiplayer yeah. but it is a story at the end of the day you know like that's why people yeah. love master chief Oh, 100%. Like, it's one of those things where with the um, Halo 1 to 3, so my girlfriend had never played much of it, and we recently did Halo 2 and 3 on um, Heroic and Legendary, and she was like, wow, like, when we were playing through Halo 2 with the remastered graphics, she's like, oh, this feels like almost like a movie, you know what I mean? Like, with the yeah. touch <laughs> the universe feels so, like, real compared to a lot of other sci-fi genres, you know? Like, how they have different exactly. factions and religions and all that stuff, so, like, I, I totally agree with you in terms of people come to Halo for the plot. Yeah, and I, I think, like, Microsoft has, as we've seen, right, you know, like, everything they've been kind of doing with these new developers that they're kind of forming within 
their studios and buying new studios. They're like, you know what? We, we made a mistake. We wanted to create with the whole point of Xbox one was mm-hmm. that Xbox would be one console, one entertainment unit. And they were going for this entertainment thing where you would watch TV through your Xbox. You would uh, connect your Netflix and all the stuff to your Xbox. And I think they yeah. realized that there's too many other things that you can do that with already. You know, you have your TV that yeah. do that already. Like you don't need an Xbox for that. Need that. I need my Xbox to play Indeed. amazing games. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, it's, it's, it's crazy how it's such a simple thing that, you know, we can like kind of discuss it here, but like it was completely lost at that time. And I think now slowly they're like, oh shit, we got, we got to start wrapping we up these games. We got to focus on our games right now, yeah. And I, I think if they can, I, I, for me, what I believe they can do is if they want to get more more PS5 people or, people or just people who are like, you know, affiliated with Sony for so long, if they want to get people who have a PS4 to convert or at least consider getting an Xbox, they do yeah. need to, it's, it sounds so cliche because I, I like people make fun of Sony people uh, with this, but like if they, if Microsoft were able to make some good third person action games, like mm-hmm. I'm telling you a lot of Sony people will switch like hundred percent. Yeah. Because you like, so, right? I mean like the things that a lot of Sony people take a lot of pride with is story yeah. and story-based games. All these story-based mm-hmm. games are stuff like Last of Us Part Two or God of War or Spider-Man, all third, third yeah. person action games, right? And even Ghost of Tsushima, third-person action game. Like, yeah. uh, Days Gone, third-person action game. Infamous, third-person action game. You know, like, uh, wow, Ratchet and Clank, third-person action game. How many, how many yeah. they have on um, PS4 in terms of third-person action games? Like, now that you're telling me in that perspective, yeah, that makes sense. Exactly, because first-person has automatically kind of, you know, when you look at first-person story games, you think of Timefall, which was really great. Timefall 2 has a great story. Um, yeah. Half-Life uh, and Halo, right? You don't really think or call of duty like uh sometimes like not always but call of duty has some good story moments here and there but like yeah. other than that right based right like exactly like other than that like you know you go too far into that intense rpg territory with like elder scrolls stuff like that and i think what i've noticed is like so like a lot of these sony games and people who play sony games a lot are really really happy with games that are third person action adventure or open world or whatever where you yeah. could you have a character you have a centralized character you can you focus on them you see them and you're kind of exploring this world and yeah i, I this entire time when when they came with sunset overdrive i thought that would be the thing that would convert a lot of people unfortunately it didn't and that game did not sell well which is unfortunate not at that all. Was, yeah like i love that game man that's like one of my favorite games on xbox mm-hmm. and I've i got it was one of the it. first games i got for um xbox one when i got mine i went to the the store and like it was like boxing day for christmas and i got like sunset overdrive um assassin's creed black flag and like sunset overdrive really um stuck out to me but i didn't really hear yeah, much yeah. about it you know unique i mean th- that's why i was so surprised when sony bought insomnia games like they secured them they're like look they're these guys are something special they yeah. are they, they made spider-man and spider-man was obviously amazing and they're coming yeah. out with miles morales so i i just because i look at it like ps5 is is set like unfortunately ps5 is just set in a way that they're going to get a lot of sales. They're going to get a lot of people buying the PS5. Mm-hmm. It's more of, of Xbox kind of going up up this hill, right? And they have to convert uh, people like myself. Uh, like, obviously, in my case, I will play Xbox games. But people like myself who ha- are coming from that Sony background. And, like, yeah. I want to push this to you. Like, other than the third-person action games, I guess. Like, what do you think they could do to kind of convert people to get an Xbox? To get an Xbox? I'm trying to think. Um, it's kind of hard, honestly, from a perspective of, like, an Xbox player, or PS5, because people really like to to stick to their their roots in terms of consoles. Yeah. If I'm gonna say anything for them to buy a new console, it would have to be like something like 
a, a game gets like massive that's only exclusive for Xbox. Like if a streamer picks it up or something and then people say like, oh, that game looks so dope, right? And all the kids mm-hmm. and their moms want to get this console. Or like, as you said before, um, a major story game gets released that um, gets like insane reviews, right? I think that would yeah. be a, a big factor in price range too. Price range would be a huge factor. I think that was the thing that kind of sold PS4 to a lot more people way back uh-huh. because of the price. It was cheaper um, yeah. than the Xbox. I think if Xbox is able to undercut them, which I think they should, because again, like they can afford the losses, right? If they Because at that point, Xbox is like, look, we have the more powerful console. At this point, we basically know that they have the more powerful console, mm-hmm. right? Like if they can just be like, we have more powerful console and we're going to sell this to you at a cheaper price than a PS5. Cheaper price, yeah. PS4 like, destroyed Xbox at launch, I remember. Yeah. Right? And PS4 technically at that time was uh, more powerful than the, than the Xbox One. Yeah, it was. So yeah. I, I just think like Xbox can honestly shift this on, on, on their side by hopefully on 23rd, as we will see, is showing games, showing yeah. good good games that have a cool story. You know, don't, I, I like, I don't, I don't get, like, you can do it sometimes, but like, I don't get this thing of, about getting big name actors and stuff like that. Okay, get it sometimes, you know, Far Cry makes sense, you know, like, yeah. maybe in Call of Duty, you get someone here and there, whatever, but, you know, like, I, you, you need, you need to create characters like Kratos or uh, Nathan Drake, or like, obviously, I'm like, again, like, yeah. listening everything from Sony's side, right? Like, there's someone yeah, that no, you attach totally. yourself to. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, no, like, I know what you mean, right? People play, people play games for the, the characters, you know what I mean? Like, you gotta make it important to make, like, stylish new characters that people love yeah. and honestly like you need to make a unique game out of it right like exactly it's not like people are like put mark Wahlberg as master chief like no like master yeah. chief is master chief you know like <laughs> yeah. they, they need to do something like that and and that's what i'm hoping that they can do because i remember being such a big fan of master chief such a big fan a fan of marcus phoenix and everything like that and mm-hmm. you know i was so excited like to see what they would be able to do with that and then this generation rolled around and i'm like Okay, what what the hell happened? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, guess, yo, I don't know what they do. Like Chief, it. like so much issues. The fact that Chief, like, is one of those things where I was a kid and I always played it, and I was like, okay, like the fact that it's first person and he doesn't say much makes me feel like I'm the character. You know what I mean? And then yeah, mm-hmm. Halo Four and Five rolls around and he's just kind of talking everywhere and stuff like that. And I'm like, oh, he's <laughs> yeah. kind of in, like the immersion, you know? He's got a full voice actor now, fully paid. Yeah, he's doing <laughs> everything. Yeah, I know. I think I think like that's kind of the main thing with what I've noticed with Xbox is it's just been the game so far. It's because it's not it's nothing to to be honest about uh, about like all the other stuff you know all the entertainment yeah. stuff that people think about. It's literally just the game because that's it's what we want to do. The exclusives. There's a reason Nintendo Switch is selling out like crazy. Like I my one of my friends was trying to find one recently in Canada and it was impossible to find. Really, the games it's Animal yeah. Crossing, man. And it's like yeah. and who, God knows like what, what else they're gonna have. Like you know they might have like. Zelda Breath of the Wild or like Dude, something else yeah, planned. And, right. And it'll be so awesome. So I'm I'm hoping that Microsoft is like finally like thinking things correctly and they have a good plan in mind. Uh so and your on your end, any any like closing comments in terms of Microsoft's event and what you want? What I want for the event, honestly, I want to see price, right? I want to see the price range. I want to mm-hmm. see um more X Cloud stuff going on. I want to see more of that. Um I also want to see what the difference the main thing I want to see is why I should get this console over keeping my exactly. Xbox One if the same games are going to be available. You know what I mean? That's what I want the selling factor to be and like how long this console is going to last. I, I just want more information about this. I want to see Halo Infinite gameplay. I want to see Fable 4 gameplay. I want to see just 
a lot of things that'll make me really excited for the console because right now I'm excited, but I just I don't know enough to like make yeah, a purchase. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So yeah, what about you? Like, what do you want to see from this event? I mean, I just want games to be honest. I think the price okay. and everything is kind of already expected. I think okay. we kind of already have a good idea of what it's going to be. But I just want them to show me some games that really, really makes me say, you know what? Uh, Xbox has a chance. You know, if, if my friends come to me and ask me a question about, oh man, should I get a Series X or should I get a PS5? I want to struggle. Right now, I'm not struggling. Right now, I'm like PS5, yeah, 100%. Pretty obvious. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Exactly. So if they can come to me and I struggle with that, then I'll know that Xbox has done a good job. And I'm hoping, and I'm, I'm positive about this, like I think they can do something great with this. They have to prove themselves on the 23rd. I'm serious. Like, I'll be skipping my my work meeting that morning <laughs> to, <laughs> to watch this uh, this live stream because everything's on the line right now for, um, for exactly. Xbox. Well, what we will do is after that event, uh, the following week we'll have you back on, and we okay. can kind of discuss this. We can we can kind of discuss this all over again, and it'll be that it'll be good great. to kind of go over all of our predictions of what we had and kind of being yep. like, okay, so none of that came true. <laughs> yep, <laughs> Which happened. None of this came true. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> So yeah. with that, we can we can close off the episode. Thanks so much, Julian, for joining us. Where can people follow you? Or is it if there is there anywhere follow they want me, to? Yeah, they can follow yeah. me on Instagram. Um, so it's j dot flowers underscore underscore. You can uh you can find me. I do a lot of photography and stuff like that. So um yeah, you can just follow me on Instagram. Like Amon, I was gonna ask one thing before I leave. Do you do streaming? Do you stream games or anything like that? Or oh yes, I do. Yes, I do. I yeah. I stream on on Twitch. I stream pretty regularly. Uh, okay. like three or four times a week on wow. twitch.tv slash amandaman so where I mean currently I was playing God of War I'm trying to go through the entire game yeah um, and just occasionally doing a bit of hyperscape so I think we'll have you on as well we'll play some games together I think that yeah, would be man. fun too yeah we should um, definitely run some uh, Halo Halo campaign or I want to try that Doom yes. too I don't know Oh no, I'm down. I'm so down for that. I have I've been wanting to play Halo with someone for so long, but no, none Let of my friends really want to play any, Halo. <laughs> any game you want, it's it's your choice from one to three. I'm I'm down to play any of them on Legendary or whatever difficult. Oh my god, yeah. You know what? That that will be interesting. You know, I'm down to try Legendary with you because I've never okay. done that. Halo three Legendary. Yeah, I mean, I'm down. I've never done any of them Legendary. I tried doing like Halo one Legendary, and I was like, yep, this is not happening. Oh, <laughs> trust me, I end. could I could guide you through it. There's a lot of um things you could do with uh, the plasma pistol and the, the pistol and everything like there's a lot of strategy so um yeah just text me anytime and we could definitely do that perfect now we're gonna set this we're gonna set that date for sure and i will put yeah. your instagram in my in my uh description as well so if Sounds you every, everyone you can follow julian there as well check out his photography give him a follow so thank you yeah. so much julian once again i Thanks. will see you next time bye all right see you everyone.